Hello, welcome to Friendly Anarchism. This is Catherine. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, hi, I'm Bavarian anti-fascist and <laughs> I'm here as a tourist mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like root beer <laughs> and cheese balls. <laughs> they are also. Do are there no cheese balls in um, Bavaria? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, we got you hooked up. <laughs> Do you want to talk about anti-fascist praxis? Yeah. Because you're a strong anti-fascist, yeah. Hmm? Because you're a strong anti-fascist, you do a lot of anti-fascism work. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been doing that? Uh, since six or seven years. I'm oh. not sure anymore. Have you seen a lot of development in the movement? Development? just like change in how you do things and how many people there are and how it's mm. being affected how the community at large um, well yeah. I've, I've recognized that with every with every success the, the people get more depressed with every success people get more depressed mm -hmm. why because you have to fight for things which should be normal and it's a success that you win and you're happy or or you're yeah you you you're happy that you have been successful but you also get depressed afterwards because you think like okay what the fuck this is such a normal thing why i have to to go on demonstrations for it like like the the, the right for abortion or something like this for, there there's no question for me if 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 abortion should be legal or uh, illegal you know there are so many reasons to have it legal like if somebody get raped do you, do you really want like what what kind of, of, of person you are that that you you that you um, that you deny an abortion because of moral things from from a, from a survivor of a rape you know that what kind of person you have you have to be to to be that like th this person get raped you know this person was 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 raped and now she's pregnant from 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 the rapist and you stand there like uh, you have to bring the the ch you you have to bring the child to the world because uh it's uh, unethic to <laughs> to to, uh, to kill someone it's like, what the fuck? How stupid you have to be? Mm. For sure, there are also good things happen. Like, um, like many young people joined the movement. Also, old people. Anyways, people get get like. Just because right wing is growing doesn't mean that the left wing don't grow. And with every success of the right wing, there is also a little success for the left wing. Um, with every action you do, people get more interested in you. Hmm. And so, uh, I've I've seen a lot of change in in the movement, like that. For example, more people joined the movement, no matter which age. This is very important, and also I've seen the changes how how strategies and can change.
That's awesome. What kind of changes have there been in strategy? Mm. Well, the the change of strategy was uh, that a few years ago we focused more on outing fascists and um, but on the same time we focused on support refugees in the hunger strike for example there were some hunger strikes in uh, in my city and there was a large support to it and uh, when when this movement mm, like and there was a lot of support for, for, for the refugee struggle and there is still a lot of support but many people changed um, the their strategy um, because of the the fight of the Kurdish against Daesh for example many people were before they were just they were focused on anti-racist politics and stuff like that and then the the Kurdish struggle become a big thing and then many people started to connect this anti-racist uh, their focus of anti-racism with the ideas of the Kurdish people and yeah because the Kurdish are um, they 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 do a lot of uh, work in in the public like uh, they yeah they they upload videos to Facebook or to YouTube um, they do interviews with with fighters and and stuff like that and also they um, they publish pictures and statements when 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 a when a fighter died uh, in the struggle against Daesh so many people um started to work more with with uh, started to work more in the public mm-hmm. like to um a few years ago it was nearly impossible to to uh invite people on facebook to a demonstration but now it becomes normal because you make a fake profile and invite people <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's 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 not forbidden to go on a demonstration so whatever you talk about working in the public more mm-hmm. what does that look like well you have different ways to 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 work more in the public um for example when you plan a protest you can um you can think about uh, a, a person who talks to newspapers or radios and stuff like that like official statements from the group um but the statements should be good statements not like yeah we are antifa we punch the nazi's face um you should explain why you make the demonstration and why is it worth to to organize uh, to, yeah to organize and to protest against the action you pro- protest against um you also have the you also can write fan signs for example like yeah like 
And for example, in the in, in the punk scene, it's normal to make interviews with bands and write CD reviews and stuff like that. You also can do that w with your with your uh, local anti-fascist crew. That's nearly the same. You can make interviews with anti-fascist bands. Um, you can write about stuff like yeah, you can write about political stuff and everything. When the people are interested in it, they will read it. You should just show the people that you that you are not a stupid idiot which is running around and just punch Nazis because it's not about this 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 fight is not only fighting Nazis. You have to fight the root of fascism and the root of fascism is capitalism. And you have you have the possibility with, with those fanzines for example to write about the stuff. But but you should yeah, like I said, you, you should show that you know um what you do. Like If you try to explain someone in in 16 sentences why why you fight Nazis, you should not write 16 sentences about how nice it is to break a Nazi's nose. You should say, okay, uh, capitalism causes fascism because this and because of that and stuff like this. I feel like just be smart. The anti-fascist movement at least here, is really isolated from the public a lot of times. And so if we're making fanzines and stuff, I, I don't know. Um, I think I haven't seen... I mean, I don't know all anti-fascism in America, obviously, but, like, sort of specific zines like that that are for public consumption? Is Do you, like, give zines out to just the public in general? Or... Um, you can... Well... Okay, if you have the problem that your fanzines are isolated, um, you can you can write neighborhood newspapers, for example, um, which you put in the mailboxes of the people. It's like a it's like a free neighborhood newspaper. You talk about what's going on in your neighborhood, and you talk a little bit about politics, and yeah. Be smart. We were talking about um, neighborhood organizing um, before we started recording. You're talking about districts and yeah. creating liberate, liberated spaces yeah. and sort of connecting on a personal level with with people in their communities. And talk about talk about that. Um, yeah, what exactly you want to know? <laughs> well, you told me such great stories, which I'd gotten on tape about the um, the restaurants uh, and the bars and. Oh yeah, well okay. Um, Uh, many cities in, in Europe got their left-wing neighborhoods or whole district, um, which is an important thing for, for anti-fascist work because, uh, as first of all, the, the idea of anti-fascism don't get isolated. If you, um, if you show presence in, in, in the neighborhood or in the district, um, and support your local businesses like when you when you live in a neighborhood where you for example in, in our neighborhood um, there is a Greek food place and um, 
when we sometimes we go there to eat and we are we're talking openly about politics and everything and the people hear it like the people who work there and so he knows that we are anti-fascists and he also said that um, it's a it's a good thing what we do and that we should continue the fight and uh, once in summer when we were there eating he offered us free frappe like it's like greek ice coffee um because he said yeah i know these guys they they do a good political work and i like them so they get free frappe <laughs> it's like just try to to have a just try to have a good connection to 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 the people in in your neighborhood because mm -hmm. um this fight for 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 freedom for real freedom and um this is not a thing which is just for a bunch of people like we fight this this battle for all people and you have to show the people that you fight for them and hey just just go to eat talk openly about politics and mm -hmm. and be cool with the people mm -hmm. so they will understand your ideas and then you can talk with them about it and it's incredible what words can do yeah i mean in my own work i was afraid at first because sort of the milieu or the praxis is often to not talk about it openly at all um, but when I started talking to people openly and like letting people know like I'm Antifa I fight fascism this is what I do people were more often than not very very interested and like maybe a little taken aback at first but then just just curious and then and then even past that starting to get people to reach out to, or reaching out to me for help and saying I have this problem or I know this thing or um, how do you, what do I do? Like, I want to help. You know, I had this one guy who's a professor of, um, and he, I was at a party and he, I was talking openly about being Antifa because the Eugene Weekly article had come out and I was like, yep, that's me. And people were like, whoa, that's you? <laughs> like, yeah. And he was immediately like wanting to block in, just like, get me, get me out there. Like, get me, it was like, I can't, I can't just send you into a block. I, and the, at the time I didn't really have anywhere for him to go either. And so um, I wasn't expecting that, you know what I mean? This sort of, like, older professor guy just immediately wanting to, like, jump into front lines. Um, <laughs> and um, so it's been being open about being an anti-fascist when at first it's scary, it's been incredibly fulfilling, you know, to, change, to show people that I'm not scary and that the work is good and that and the work is needed, you know? I don't have to talk uh, in, in, in YouTube or I don't have to record podca uh, pod podcasts or whatever to be to be present in public like maybe maybe the, the podcast and maybe the maybe the YouTube videos are even better than than just walking around in a political shirt because um, when you make a podcast or a YouTube video, you have so much time to explain your positions. And when when somebody see you with an I don't know with an with an shirt with kill Nazis, then then you don't have this much time to explain your position. And some 
there are some people in this world <laughs> which would see a kill Nazi sentence in, in a way like, oh, this person wants to murder someone. So they don't ask for... Um, they, they, they don't think about that it's a fascist. They just see that you want to murder someone and you don't have the time to explain why fascism is shit and why you should beat the shit out of Nazis. So so maybe the so maybe the public of the podcast and of the YouTube videos is better than, than with the shirt, but but be present in, 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 in public is in, in many ways good as long as you don't stand in, in front of I don't know Fox News or fucking Alex Jones and then talk about the, the the structures in the movement there are some things you should not talk about that's pretty clear but when you organize in a an, in an, in an group and you want to work in the public just talk with with your comrades I mean are we in it's like you, you talk about it talk about uh, talk with them about the idea to make a podcast to to be present in, 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 in the public and then you also can talk about what you want to say and what you don't want to say mm -hmm. and I mean it's 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 clear that you don't say hi I'm I don't know I'm I'm Charles I live in this <laughs> and that street in, in, in fucking Portland or something it's like talk about what what makes you an anti-fascist what goal you have talk about your political stuff that's also a public work and this is and this is important because the, a movement can't 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 exist without an idea and you can't um, and and you can't um If just a few people know about the idea, uh, then you're probably going to fail. But if you're able to win people for your idea of a better world, then it's absolutely awesome and then you should use the ways you have. And one way we have is to talk to people and to, to bring our ideas to them, how we think about this world. I'm pretty sure if you if you talk for example if you talk about how important free healthcare is you will you will get a lot of people who listen to you if you just talk about we punched the Nazi in the face because we are badass antifa motherfuckers yeah then it's stupid but talk about the stuff the people which is important for the people I think a lot of Americans don't really understand fascism and don't really believe that it's real in some ways. They think it's a historical, you know, it's something that's in the past that fascists aren't. So when, when anti-fascists are saying, look, this person is a fascist, they don't understand what that means. They just think, you know, right wing and it's someone that you can talk to, somebody you can debate with, somebody that... Um, that there's it's too shocking to think that there are people who legitimately want genocide that are living in our communities you know so it, it can get 
hard it's hard to talk to people about anti-fascism sometimes when they don't aren't willing to accept the realities of how serious the problem is and like how to bring people into that conversation is hard there's a lot of fear and a lot of denial you know it's better to talk now while you are in fear and yeah it's it's better to talk now about about the stuff talk even if you're afraid talk now about the stuff because there will be a moment when you will be just afraid and you're not able to talk openly anymore and if you think it's far away from you no it's right in front of your door and this danger is everywhere it's like fascism is not a thing from the past watch there <laughs> there are enough videos you can watch in which people talk about how 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 good it is to be racist and stuff like this how can you say that this stuff is something from the past the portland train attack it was a racist it was a racist murder how can you say that's something from the past that's not true in fucking russia every day anti-fascists have to fear their life because nazis run around and, and kill anti-fascists that's a true thing right-wing parties go into parliaments in, in, in Europe your president is right-wing yeah how yeah. can you say it's from the past it's not from the past it's happening mm -hmm. I think where we're at right now in fascist creep in America and matching that moment with how we organize is a really important strategic consideration on as far as how open we can be and how open we should be and how much outreach we should be doing and like because I think right now we're still at a point it's very important to get to be open with community and get as many different kinds of community on board as possible because um, we're not at the point where it's like at Russia where people are just in fear for their lives mm. all the time you know um, fighting fear among the anti-fascist movement and fighting paranoia and fighting isolation is one of the battles that's an internal battle in the movement here you know do you run into that in your organizing too just paranoia yeah being just um, paralyzed because you're afraid mm. of each other you know of cops of snitches of um um, of the security state, you know, be, of being watched. Well, this paranoia, it's good to be a little bit paranoid. But you are not, you, you should not get too paranoid. Save yourself as good as you can. That's the only thing you can do. And about snitches, well, there are always people who talk. 
people get paranoid because they are afraid of repression and I totally can understand that but that's also a point where you should maybe um, organize more anti-repressive work like um, groups in, in Europe often uh, organize uh, speeches for local anti-fascists um, about law stuff like anti-repressive stuff and mm -hmm. so like the only thing you can do is save yourself as good as possible and also it's also important to to talk to your comrades about that um, just communicate in, in a safe way and do anti-repressive work like how you can because not we we all work together you know we are all anti-fascists no matter at, at, at which place we are and when a group from new york got a new way to to um to to send messages more safe like that the cops and the fbi or something can't read it then this group should spread it with with all the others you don't fight for yourself alone so anti-fascism uh, anti or anti-fascist work is also a work against repression how you can avoid repression how you can save others uh, from repression so maybe some people should think about like when they are organized in an anti-fascist group and they have really good IT skills maybe they should think about doing some anti-repressive work instead of organizing the next black bloc like going to demonstrations is also uh, important no matter but the struggle on the street can't exist without uh, without the struggle in the background mm -hmm. and anti-repression is one of that struggles speaking of demonstrations um, some of the tactics that you use at demonstrations in the block are really interesting are really cool yeah, you have a favorite one. <laughs> um, we already talked about it. I know, I know. I wish I'd had the mic on. It was really cool. Um, the sponge rocks was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it sadly just worked one time. But uh, buy a sponge and cut them like, uh, like a stone, spray them gray. And instead of real stones, just throw that on the police. <laughs> because afterwards you can say, hey, we were just throwing sponge on the police and the police hit us and <laughs> beat the shit out of us. <laughs> and you can say, oh, that with actions like this, you can... There, there's a 50-50 chance how, how this uh, action will end. <laughs> <laughs> the people will realize that it's sponge and it's okay more or less yeah all the police beat the shit out of you <laughs> i guess this brings up the point that a lot of these tactics we don't want to like broadcast to everybody <laughs> we just want to send <laughs> but then we have to be talking to each other better across um across different groups you know what i mean so if we want if we want good tactics that without 
necessarily broadcasting them publicly, then we have to do be doing a good job speaking with each other. Yeah. Well, a simple connection, we do that too. Like when there is a when there is a demonstration in, in another city, um, they they send flyers or they send an email and we will write flyers, and then the people get informed. And if somebody wants to drive there, then you can you for sure you find some people who will drive with you there, and then you can arrive <laughs> in the other city for the demonstration and talk to the people that you want to join the blog. It, it's better before like <coughs> it's better to do something if you know the people who if you know them by person because then you can say what's going on but if you are in the blog you will you will understand what's going on. <laughs> no, it's just like you know there are some demonstrations which are more organized than others for example in the south of Germany uh, every year is, uh, is a big demonstration against the security conference because uh, uh, it just got the name security conference and in reality it's just a big market for guns like uh from state to state, like uh, Saudi Arabia buys, I don't know, 50 German tanks, and and Great Britain buys, I don't know, guns from Germany and stuff like that. So it's it's one of the big things. And um, uh, the groups who protest against um, against the security conference. They are in contact all the time before the demonstration because they are planning together actions and stuff like that. So there's always a contact. And yeah, then the people, that, that's the strategy. With, like they talk about how will the block look like. You know, like the first row five people or the first row ten people and, and who is in the first row just that you know what's going on and then on the, the front banner and on the side also banners yeah. that's that's a strategy which is <laughs> <laughs> which is good because it also saves from 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 repression when you have banners on the side the police can't film from the side for example or when you uh when you see that there's the danger that someone should get arrested and taken out of the block you just can hook um link your arms yeah Right, and then it's uh, not that easy to to grab out the person of the block. Strategies and actions, it's like you can't use every strategy on on on. There are there are special strategies for special demonstrations, but the basic sh uh, strategy should be like black block. This the, the strategy of a black block. It's not a group. It's it's a strategy. 
and the basic um, thought about the strategy was being an anonymous mess because everybody wears black so it, the, that's an anti-repressive um, strategy to get anonymous mm -hmm. it, it was never a strategy to 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 become violent or to it's a nice side effect that it looks dangerous but the 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 basic thought of it was to become an anonymous mess and to save the people who are uh, protesting there Yeah. A nice uh, strategy is just, or it's more an action, just stop walking and then count from 10 to 0 and then scream loud and just run one or two steps forward and then stop again. <laughs> That's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. This action is fun. <laughs> Yeah, having fun. How do you have fun when, you know, you're working under such stressful conditions? Um, I do have a lot of fun. I think we have a lot of fun, but, you know, how do, you, how do we do that? You know, like, it seems like humor. You said not taking yourself too seriously. Well, yeah, it's like, why should I? The world is a fucking serious place. You also need space where you can be happy. <laughs> and don't say yes it's uh yeah the times are not funny but but we should laugh about some stuff otherwise you get depressed mm -hmm. and how we do that I don't know memes <laughs> enjoy enjoy the little success in life so if you just bring one person to to the movement or if you just bring our ideas to one single person then it's already a success never forget that that's the important thing mm -hmm. you can be pessimist or you can be optimistic it's easy your decision <laughs> and if you don't take yourself too serious in my opinion it shows that you have a strong mind because when when the, sh when, when the circumstances around you are just full of shit and you still can make fun about yourself then you have a fucking strong mind <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not easy. That's so important. I'm fighting fear, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's also a way to 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 bring people to the movement. It's like <laughs> we have. Uh, we have made uh, Pops Blue Ribbon Ultras stickers <laughs> with, a, with an Antifa logo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like... 
around the corner I've seen a sticker with uh, with Ronald Reagan in front of an Antifa logo. <laughs> that's, that's sort of mixed messages there. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's funny the people will look at it and they will like I'm pretty sure they will not say, "Oh, it must be a terrorist organization" when they use Ronald Reagan. <laughs> mm. I've seen some pretty funny um, Antifa humor stuff. We have like use everything. Just be creative. We have good night white pride stickers uh, with with Boogeyman from 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 the fucking WWE in it. <sighs> We have we have Chuck Norris stickers with Good Night White Bride. It makes no f- sense at all, but it's funny. Have you seen the unicorn ones? Yeah, I love the, the unicorn ones and the uh, trash panda ones. There's all sorts. The Good Night White Bride is a great. Um, there's there's so many fun things people have done yeah. with that. I mean, uh, the, there is a there is a band from from uh, there's a um, anti skinhead band from Stuttgart. It's in the south of Germany. The band is called Produzenten der Freude. It's an awesome band. If you like good, uh, good, I don't know how they call their music at the moment, but uh, if you like good, uh, good anti-fascist punk, then you sh- definitely should check out that band. They're awesome, and uh, they've made a song which is called uh, "Golden Shower White Power." And they just they changed the logo uh, that the guy on the floor uh, don't get a kick in the face. He get a golden shower. That's <laughs> 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 like that's funny. It's like yeah, we have we have stickers with where you can see the the the. The Yedi Knights from Star Wars with masks and Antifa logos on the on the on the on their jackets. Mm-hmm. We have Good Night White Pride stickers with Yoda mm-hmm. in, inside. It's like, just, yeah, just be creative. There's so much funny things you can do. We had David Hasselhoff uh, Antifa stickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was nice because it was uh, it was a David Hasselhoff picture, um, then an Antifa logo in uh, on the right side, and uh, on the bottom was written "Hey Nazi scum, don't hassle the Hoff." <laughs> and That's awesome. <laughs> I like that a lot. We have we also we, it's like. Especially stuff like like stickers or posters, you can be so creative and and you can be and you can make so funny things with it. So why don't you do it? This world is serious enough. Be funny, mm-hmm. and the people will. That's also a, a strategy against isolation. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to make podcasts or YouTube videos, or if you don't walk around. In, in Antifa shirts, you you can make posters to to do public work if you want to do the public work or, or make stickers. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. South Park Antifa stickers, yeah, hell yeah, we got them. That's <laughs> you can you can use everything you want. Mm-hmm. You just be creative. 
the creative funny stuff breaks out of that narrative too that we're just really scary you know What means scary? Make the funny stuff and you're not scary anymore. <laughs> People will love you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody needs a laugh right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you reach out to a community that's maybe on the fence about anti-fascism? <laughs> With funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess that ties in. <laughs> it's yeah. like... If, if 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 there is a community which is on the fence about anti-fascism and, and and fascism, then it anyways must be a fuck community if there is no conservative <laughs> middle or something like this, <laughs> or social democrat or whatever. But like if if the people are on the fence, like what they. Anyways, if you ask yourself if you want to become a fascist or an anti-fascist, then you're already really... <laughs> like Fair <laughs> point, fair point. <laughs> Stop <laughs> thinking. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess... Just <laughs> go back go, go back to your couch and watch the Super Bowl while you drink two liter root beer. <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to be political. Yeah, you just go away, that's fine. That's, yeah, I guess more about activating people that want to be involved already or are or going into the communities empowering people who are being targeted well yeah first of all be present like uh, in in madrid there is a district from, uh, it's called vallecas in uh, in uh, the city of livorno in italy is also a really nice place you get saint pauli in hamburg these are all districts where they're known as anti-fascist districts and the people there, they just live their life but with an anti-fascist attitude, you know? It's like, take the coolest district in the city and be present there. That's everything. Support the local uh, businesses there like the little businesses not not like I don't want to say don't go to McDonald's because that sounds so like no McDonald's is the fault <laughs> it's all McDonald's fault <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you know if, if you have if you have like you're hungry and you're in, in the district uh, which you want to have as an as an well known anti-fascist district and when you're hungry and you have the decision between McDonald's and a, a little kebab store, fucking hell, go to the kebab store. Mm-hmm. You also can go to McDonald's, but the kebab store is more nice because it's more on a personal level. Mm-hmm. But then you can talk with your friends there about politics and people get interested they get interested mm-hmm. and also do the funny stuff <laughs> <laughs> I've had some interesting moments where um, in certain places talking openly with friends about Antifa and anti-fascism and knowing and just sort of like feeling the people around kind of listening in you know yeah. and just like deciding you know I was at a little diner and um, we decided to talk openly about anarchism and stuff and then this guy at the diner ne- like the table next to us was like obviously kind of listening but 
trying to pretend not to listen. You know, but it's like, okay, like, this is a moment. I decided, like, okay, in this moment, am I going to stop talking about it? Or am I going to, like, let him hear what we got to say, you know? And it was, uh, it was kind of, and, like, that kind of stuff happens, mm-hmm. and it's an interesting choice in those moments, you know? Like, is this a moment where we can spread the ideas? Or is this a moment where we need to, like, shut the fuck up? <laughs> spread the ideas? Definitely. Don't talk. Don't talk about uh, the structures in the background, and maybe don't talk about the next illegal action. Goddamn, go on strike. You get exploited, dude. Um, no, um, it's like you. You have just continue talking. I think that's the best way. If you already recognize that the people are interested, you should continue talking. For sure you should not talk about the structures in the background or about how great your news graffiti on the train was or something like this. And you also should not talk about like when you when, when a comrade uh have to to face uh Uh, like if 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 a, if a comrade of you go and have to go to courthouse because something, don't talk about what he have done or what he have not done. It's simple. But if if you if you talk about normal stuff, why should you stop talking? Um. Don't isolate yourself. There's so much critique about that Antifa is so isolated over here. But then you ask questions if you should if you should continue talking or if you should not continue talking. And it's not a question for me for sure. I, I talk for sure. I want to I want to show the people that there is anti-fascism, um, that that there exists something against this shit circumstances. And when the people get interested in it, why shouldn't they listen to you? You know, there there will be some people who go openly to you and say, "Hey, I've seen or I heard that you talk about anti-fascism. I'm interested in it." Like before, you you said something with paranoia, yeah, for sure. But when you when you talk in a when you talk in a bar or in a restaurant about anti-fascism, you should not you should not complain about paranoia. Then you know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's fair, fair point. Um, you said that there are some people who are concerned about American anti-fascism. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's, maybe it's kind of prejudice, but in some subcultures in, in Europe, the people say, oh yeah, hopefully the Americans don't fuck it up not like they fucked up punk. Oh, <laughs> Stuff like that. It's more like a joke. It's not a real. It's not a real threat. Hey, it's it's not a real threat. It's more a joke. Okay. Yeah, I think this sort of cross pollination is really good, though. I think I'm learning a lot. So, it's cool. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> sad that we have to learn about anti-fascism. Or ways of anti-fascism. Normally, it should be. Normally, it should not even exist. In a perfect world, we d- would not need anti-fascism. 
Yeah. When people compare fascism, fascists to anti-fascists. Like, <laughs> I love that people. <laughs> like we're the real fascists, right? It's like fascists I, have a goal. We have a stopping them. I I, I really I, I really love that people because. Um, they um, often they use an, an Italian socialist as a as a quote. Um, this guy say uh, when fascism come back, uh, when if if fascism come back, he will not say I'm the fascism. He will say I'm the anti-fascism. And it's really funny because they say, yeah, you see the anti-fascists today, they are the real fascists. But it's funny because uh, <laughs> this Italian socialist meant it in the way how the, f the fascists in Europe act. Like they are fascists, but they say no, they are the real fascists <laughs> and claim themselves yeah, to so be anti-fascists. That's just everywhere then. That's, that's mm. a very favorite, favorite thing around here too. <laughs> and it's also funny that there is another, uh, it's a comedian from, from Germany, which is, he's really political. And uh, he created a, a character which is a kangaroo. And uh, this kangaroo talks to racists and, and, and stuff like this. So it's, it's really funny. It's, uh, yeah. And um, in one story, the, um, the kangaroo um, meets, a th meets a person who say that the fascists are... Um, as bad as uh, the anti-fascists or the anti-fascists are as bad as the fascists and um, if, uh, if if the kangaroo don't see a difference uh, don't see how equal they are and then the kangaroo say um, uh, I have to translate it <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um, and then the kangaroo say um Oh no no, there is a difference because um, uh, anti-fascists maybe burn cars and um, and fascists burn people and I don't own people so it's more bad when they burn the car because you own the car so <laughs> the anti-fascists take something from you but mm. yeah oh It's like if you... Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go kangaroo. <laughs> it came from a... Is, is that, wow. Such the wisdom from a kangaroo. The kangaroo is awesome. Uh, but that's it. Everybody who say that anti-fascists are as bad as fascists didn't understood the struggle because in, in the... in every fascist ideology is violence against people Uh, who 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 think in a different way or who are different to the thing what the fascists see as normal while while anti-fascism has so many different thoughts about violence like there are anarchist groups who say um, if they use violence because They, they say violence is an, is an act of authority and if they are against all authority why should they be in, in, in that situation um, 
the the side of the authority. Mm-hmm. So every fa- uh, every fascist organization talks about violence and talks about hate, while anti-fascists more speak about solidarity and anti-racism, mm-hmm. stuff like that. There are some groups who talk about violence too, but there are also many groups which say that violence is not a good tool in the, in, in the struggle. So there's the first difference. And and what these people also, uh, also should understand is that we save their asses too. Like, if you look in the history of Germany, for it's like... Um, the left wing always fighted against the fascists while the social democrats tried to um, well many of them also fought the fascists but some of them also had uh, the idea to talk with them and some and the conservative uh, parties they said yeah we will work together with the fascists it's not a problem and stuff like that but in fact as first when when Hitler came to power as first he eliminated the anti-fascist resistance then he eliminated the the social democrats and then he eliminated the conservatives until just fascists were there mm-hmm. so many people should understand that we also fight this 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 yeah, just understand that we also save your ass. Mm-hmm. Them. It can be really hard between anti-fascists, um, radicals, and liberals sometimes. Here, often, I don't know if it's the same there. Like liberals well, liberals are something different in in uh, in Germany, I think. Hmm. Like liberals is more a social democratic politic, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, in, uh, in 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 Europe, liberal mostly means that you are. Uh, uh, it's more. It's it's like mo- it's like the policy, uh, like the politic of. Wait, I would translate that word now. <laughs> I will translate that now because. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it's also generally speaking, liberal here. Is often very neoliberal. I mean, it's a kind of a wide term, but it's often very capitalist and mm-hmm. very reformist. And um, while so, it's, it's one of those hard things. Where it's like trying to reach out to all community because, like, a lot of people know, you know, want to fight fascism, want to fight anti-racism, um, but then will send, will will throw anarchists up the river and call cops on them, which is a very serious thing to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like there's a lot of can be really bitterness between that, but um, there's a lot of it's really important to talk to liberals too, and work with them. There's a lot of people who want to be doing anti-racist work mm. who just don't understand anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, well, a liberal in in Europe is mostly uh, being good to the. It's it's more uh, uh, it's more economic liberalism. Mm, yeah. So, like, people who are more left, would they wouldn't say that they are liberal mm. because it's more in the economy and stuff like that. <coughs> so it's different. Oh, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but yeah, we we have those fights with the social democrats, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, oh god, they make the same mistakes like, <laughs> like in the thirties and twenties. <laughs> social democratic politics is a fail since one hundred fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do we learn from history? Yeah. Well, if you if you live in Europe, you you can't avoid learning from history. Well, okay. Well, no, that's that's that that was stupid because in every place you learn from history. But especially when it's about fascist history, then you definitely learn it. In, in, in Europe your whole life because there are still the the places of of the Nazi party and stuff like that mm-hmm. many buildings and yeah, the, the concentration camps for example who become memorial sites mm-hmm. so and some of those movements are really big and much further much more well developed than here in Poland it scares the shit out of me you mean the anti-fascist in Poland no the or fascism in Poland oh yeah like that, that's what I meant like the fascist movements are sh- in many places in Europe are stronger than they are here yeah yeah so it's a more pr- like uh, maybe p- potentially more obvious problem well the people that are like really not paying attention because <laughs> it's a problem here too, you know. But <laughs> it's it's easy because in poor countries, when 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 capitalism have a bad time, fascism spread, and Eastern Europe is not really well known for their good economy or. Yeah, they're not the richest countries, yeah. so so the people are afraid about their future, and fascists take that fear and switches switch it to hate. Yeah, you're talking about the development of more sort of mutual aid work in more community support work as anti-fascist work. Mutual aid. Yeah, mutual aid meaning like just sort of helping people, like the f- feeding the homeless and providing mm. shelter for people, and um, that kind of that kind of like community support work. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's a that's a strategy to to bring people to your ideas. You don't have to talk about it, but like when it's when it's winter and it's freezing cold, we 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 collect uh, we collect jackets or shoes or, or something like that and give it to the homeless. Everybody gets something in 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 his home. He said, which he or she didn't 
wore in a or didn't wear in a in a long time and want to want to put it away so give it to the people who need it it's easy yeah and some of them will ask you why you're doing that and then you say then you can say you're a good person or then you can say you don't don't be like a don't be like a priest and preach to them what you think or something but you can give them little uh, but you can with words you can influence them that they that they think about some stuff and if they know because like in 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 Europe antifa is is a is a lifestyle you know uh, we have we have buttons ev on on our jackets we we have stickers with us we have in summer we wear the shirts and everything so the the homeless people when 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 you give for example if you if you organize uh, something like that that you collect uh clothing for homeless people and you give it to them they will see the the buttons mm -hmm. they will see the the patches or the hats they will recognize that you're an anti-fascist and they will remember that you that you helped them that you helped them not for the not yeah that you helped them because you wanted to help them they will they will recognize that they will recognize that it's not that you don't do it for money or, or something they will recognize that you did it because you're a good person Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how how is it with how how the situation with with homeless people in in the states is, but like in the city where I'm from, there is a river, and uh, the most home or some homeless people uh, stay under the bridge the most time because they say it's their home they will recognize you because uh, it's also near to a, to a um to a little beach and to a place where you can make barbecue or something so when you hang out there in in summer they will recognize you and, and they will talk to you and then and then talk to them mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and going down to talking to people making connections yeah building community in like a really strong yeah. way and if you and if you're disgusted <laughs> to talk to homeless people then you should rethink your position yeah if you're right in, in the in the left-wing movement or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's that easy you have to talk to the people how, how will you how will you bring your ideas to to the people will not understand just from looking at you. You have to talk about your ideas. That also pushes you. If you can... It's, it's like if you can share your ideas. There's... I would say it's, 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 it's beautiful to, to talk with people about my ideas how how this world should be it can be also um it can be also annoying when when the person 
with which you talk is a is a <coughs> is a racist idiot <coughs> <coughs> or or a sexist or something but nobody is born as an anti-fascist nobody is born nobody is born doing just the right things some people learn racism when they're when they're little children and they're racist when they become old so they never heard <laughs> so they probably never heard about anti-racism or they probably never heard about why we are all equal mm-hmm. when you when you grow up in a, in a in a little town in Wyoming and your parents are fucking racists and all your life you just hear racist sentences and stuff like that <laughs> it's like from from where should you know that the people are all equal maybe you have not even seen uh, uh, people uh, like m- maybe 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 all your life you you just sit in this little town in in Wyoming or Arkansas or I don't know. And all your life you've just seen white persons and all your life you you just heard the the racist stuff your parents said and what the others said. You learn the fear and you learn the hate. So from where should the people know? So you have to talk to them. Nobody said that you should talk friendly to them. But talk to them. Hmm. You also can punch his face while you talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, we, you know... That's also something like... When, when, when we hang around with, with, with the kids in, in, in the district... Oh, with the kids in the district, like with, with the youth in the district, when when we hang around with them, they say sexist words, yeah. But if you are from a from a from a orthodox Muslim Muslim family, which where the father is a is a patriarch, and like from where should you know that? <laughs> Nobody ever talked with you about anti-sexism and that all gender are equal. So from where should you know? And if we want to, if if, if we want to to change this world and if we want to change the thinking of the people, then you have to talk to them. Then you have to say, "Hey, ma'am, what you're saying is, is not true." Or is not correct. Being an anti-fascist is hard. <laughs> is that a dumb thing to say? <laughs> Seems pretty obvious. <laughs> it's hard, but it's worth. It is. It's good. I'm tired, but I'm happy. No Nazis. Stand up and fight. Nah, Cartman. Stuff like that. (laughs) 
Hamburg <laughs> means uh, hand Nazis out of town. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, you have so many South Park anti-fascist memes. 